You are now listening to the OK Zuma podcast by Ethan Castro. Oh, I don't know I did that. All right, Hassam, what's going on? You want to give us a little introduction to yourself? Uh, yo, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Hassam. Uh, I go to the same school as Ethan Castro over here, Brooklyn Tech. Uh, I'm also a rising junior. Uh, yeah, I mean, got not much, not much else to say there. I mean, you got you got to let me know, Ethan. I got to let you know. All right, do you want to put your uh, camera on? Because I found that putting the camera on makes the conversation a little easier. All right, there you go. Oh, what's going on? You got a lot of hair there. Yeah, it's it's getting a little mad. Are you going to cut it or are you going to let it grow out? I don't know. I'm thinking of letting it growing out, but, uh, but um, my mom kind of wants me to cut it. <laughs> When's the last time you got a haircut? <laughs> <laughs> I think like late January, early February. Oh, wow. That was a while ago. That was yeah. before the quarantine. That's the yeah, it was, be it was before we um, stayed home. But yeah, no, I mean, I kind of just wanted to let it grow out. Because I was like, you know, I really don't want to risk getting COVID or anything like that. And I, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't go out um, until, like, like, starting from March 20th, when, you know, quarantine started for us, yeah. I didn't go out until like mid-July. Oh my God. So you, wait, did you just stay home or you went around for walks and stuff? No, I just stayed home. Did you go outside at all? No. Wait, not one time? Not one time. <laughs> so <you just> sit, <laughs> wait, I, I, I can't even do that. So you just stood home and just... I, well, I mean, I didn't stay in one place like for the rest of like, you know, for two months. But like, I mean, I, I just like just stayed in my apartment. Yeah. Oh my God. Where do you live? Uh, I live in I live in Midtown East Manhattan. Oh, okay, was there a lot of protests near you? Uh, yeah, especially because I live quite near uh, the UN building, mm -hmm. so there were a lot of protests happening there. And, uh, and I mean, things have been getting even crazier now ever since uh, the police have been defunded and everything. Like, oh my God, yeah, I I think people thought. Ideally, they would defund it and the money would get taken away from like the overtime and unnecessary stuff. But yeah. what got cut out first was the undercover people and they were pretty important. People didn't realize. So that's a big issue. So are you doing blended or remote? Oh, my voice cracked. Uh, I'm gonna have to cut that out. Wait, hold on, <laughs> nah, hold on, hold on. You're keeping that in, you're keeping nah, that in. Nah, nah. All, right, all right, continue. Uh, no, I'm doing fully remote. Oh, uh, come on, I wanted to see you in school. No, man, there's no, there's no chance, bro. I'm not going to be taking the subway now. You, you could take a bike, a city bike. I can take a city bike? I don't even have a city bank account, bro. A Revel. Yeah? No, bro, I'm going to a walk. I'm going to walk all the way, you know. I don't even know. I think it's like an hour and 20-minute walk every day. Oh, that's easy. Easy. That's quick. Yeah, easy. Yeah, I, I see you, fitness junkie. I see you. <laughs> all right yeah i'm doing blended because uh i've been spending like 27 hours a day at home and it's it's, it's getting to me it's getting to me 27 hours a day huh yeah nine yeah. days a week <laughs> i mean just... i don't know i kind of I, I don't know for me i kind of enjoy staying at home how well i mean unlike you i'm not a social rat dude you know uh, uh, understandable yeah so like you know i'm just I don't know. I kind of like just being in my own space sometimes. Like I, I get it. Like, you know, I do miss seeing certain people and just like having that like physical interaction. But I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of nice just, you know, chilling in your own space and just sort of doing your own thing. So I don't know. I kind of always enjoyed like, like throughout quarantine, I, I did really enjoy it. The beginning of quarantine was pretty difficult though. That oh, was just yeah. too. So uh, do you have any sisters or brothers at home that you could talk to or you just been chilling by yourself? No, I have an older brother. He's uh, all right. Does yeah, he go to Cornell? Is it? Nah. <laughs> what? Nah, he goes right. to. No, nah, he he used to go to uh, a school in Virginia, but then transferred to um, uh, Baruch here. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's. Uh, uh, yeah, I think he's in his junior year now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I think he's going to be graduating either the same year that I'm graduating, or the December before has he been doing uh, his college courses online or yeah yeah he has 
Oh man, I, yeah. I can't believe you haven't gone outside. I would have died. I mean, I don't know. It was because thing is, it was kind of difficult at first. It wasn't necessarily just going outside. It was just kind of trying to apply that sort of schedule that I had. You know, going to school. Oh yeah. You know, the regular type of schedule, and then applying it. To, you know to what i'm doing now but mm. you know i still end up waking up at like you know 11 or 12 oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah you know finishing up those like attendance slips you know the, those are oh, yeah you know, i hate the online school <laughs> <laughs> yeah my routine was thrown off i wish if the gyms were open i would have had the most ideal routine in history i would have gone to the gym at five in the morning left oh. did my school work i would have gone again at 12 but they're closed. They're opening next week, actually. No, I think, didn't uh, Bill de Blasio say that he wasn't going to open them? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure Cuomo said on the 24th of August at 33% capacity they could open. Oh, 33%. Like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, regardless, I can't even go to my own bloody gym because oh, I need to be God. 17 and up. Wait, which gym? It's my own. It's uh, the building's own gym. Oh, so uh, you can't sneak in? I tried. What happened? They, they pulled you out? Like, one of them recognized me and they're like, yo, you ain't 17, homie. <laughs> <laughs> you right staying now? in, is it your mom or dad or is it just you? Uh, it was just uh, my brother, my dad, and I. And um, uh, and then my, my mom actually just came back from Sri Lanka because she, oh, was, wow. she was posted there for work. So, yeah, she recently came back just for like a, like a summer break. What does she do? Uh, she works for the UN. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, you told me that before. Yeah. Wait, so you staying home, was that on your own terms or your dad and brother made you stay home? Or My, my own terms. Okay. Did they go out? Um, no. I, my dad uh, was the only one who went out, but he only went out maybe once or twice a week just for groceries. Oh, man. That's insane. I, I couldn't do that. You're better than me. No, I think it's – I don't know because – I, it's it's kind of like it's half of it me being an introvert kind of mm -hmm. and then the other half of it kind of me just realizing what the situation was and what was just the right thing to do what, what have you been doing chilling on youtube doing some push-ups tiktok uh well i mean the thing is like i wanted to get into exercising yeah right and i mean i have been doing that but it was also a problem of me just gaining weight it's always been a huge problem for me i don't know why oh, yeah yeah, but um, I think, yeah, I mean, towards the beginning of quarantine, it was pretty difficult because I was kind of obsessed with getting all my work done. Yeah. Right, but I wanted to do it straight through, and oftentimes I'd skip breakfast and lunch. Oh, man, intermittent fasting involuntarily. Honestly, but, like, that was the thing, and then I was just losing weight, and I lost, like, 20 pounds. <laughs> Might but as well I, have caught in uh, COVID. Yeah, honestly, it was it was. Then, like, you know, after that, I got a lot better. You know, I, you know, I started eating a lot more, started exercising a lot more. But it was, yeah, no, it got a lot better uh, towards around June or July. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then I, I gained back 15 pounds. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the healthiest thing in the world. Yeah, honestly. No, but, no, but I'm, I'm getting back into it, you know. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I finally... I uh, got a pair of dumbbells, so I'm using oh, those. What, wait, 15? 20. Okay, I have 15, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> I was expecting like 75 or 80, but you know. Oh, no, no, no. My mom it, won't buy it for me. Uh, I mean, I mean, the, the, the main problem is going to be carrying it. I mean, I don't know how the hell. Oh, yeah. So. Delivery will probably be like $50. Honestly. No, but it All was right. so though. It was so hard. Where'd you buy them from? I mean, I had to get them from Amazon, but like all of them were like $80 plus. I know. I thought it was like $2 a pound, but apparently it's like three, four. I was like, that's insane. It's, it, it was so stupid. And like, I remember, cause I'd saw, I'd seen like prices at Walmart and stuff and they were like, oh yeah, you know, it's like, you know, 15 bucks for, you know, pounds. And I'm like, all right, that sounds pretty cool. And like, sold out. And then they're all sold out. So annoying. Yeah. <laughs> And then when you go on eBay, they're like, oh, uh, 30 pounds for $90. I was like, what? It was just one dumbbell. I was like, that's insane. Exactly. And then I had resistance bands, and they snapped, snapped on me, and I'm traumatized now, so I'll never buy it again. Ooh. Dang, Wait, did, so. 
it like slap back in your body or something and like yeah i think i was like curling it up and then like it snapped and hit my leg and i was like if that hurt my leg that much i don't want it to happen to anything else oh shit (laughs) oh man i can't believe you're not doing blended so sad i'm gonna cry i'm gonna pause the recording to cry no you're gonna cry on camera this is this is the realest podcast (laughs) right now this is this is the number one podcast in the world. All right. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. getting there. I'm like number eight hundred thousand right now, but I'm gonna get to number one soon. Nah, bro. I mean, Logan Paul says he's the number one podcast, but he's like number seventy, so we can say that. <laughs> Where's Joe Rogan? Fifteen or something? I don't know. He. I mean, I mean, we're just gonna say we're the number one podcast. It's cool. Oh yeah, most definitely number one. Oh, number yeah. one fifteen-year-olds named Ethan in Brooklyn, New York, that just started it. Yeah. There you go. And yeah, well, what's going on with your fitness company, man? That, that kind of took me by surprise. Oh, that thing. All right. So with that, um, it was a little more difficult than I thought, but I was doing it. And so I have now, I'm going to work. I have like an unwritten contract thing. So I'm going to work out with STH students, like students in projects and shelters over Zoom because like they have a lot of toxic energy and their parents won't let them really go outside because of all the crimes that are going on. So I have that going on. I plan on filming a few YouTube videos like kids workouts because I have the camera now and I think I'm going to get wallpaper. So if I can't do it outside, I'll just do it in my room. And then I'm also planning on doing a YouTube channel for like confidence because most of them are like 30 year olds. Uh, I don't want to name any names, but you know some. And I feel like having a someone closer to your age will make it more memorable and mm-hmm. understandable. And so I have another question for you. What would you tell the Psalm going into quarantine? What would I tell myself going into quarantine? Yeah. What mistakes did you made that you would like to change or whatever? Eat. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, just <laughs> relax. Like, honestly, I don't know why, but I was just so angry about finishing all my work just in one go, right? Like, straight through. Yeah. Right? But I should have realized that, you know, I have the time to sort of, you know, relax. And, you know, I was and I was kind of envious because, like, I'm seeing all these, like, you know, Instagram and, like, Snapchat posts of, you know, people just, you know, screwing around, just going outside, just having <laughs> And then, like, an hour. And I'm, out, and I'm out here, like, studying, like, I don't even know, 10, 9, 10 hours. Yeah. Oh my God. Over court. Wait, online? Online. Oh my God. Yo, I was, I cheat. I'm not gonna lie. I cheated most of my way through everything. <laughs> we all did. It's <laughs> my math average went up like 30 points. Yeah. It's honestly, I guarantee this. Like, if if it weren't for quarantine, I don't think I would have passed AP. AP World. AP World. I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have gotten the score I did. I don't think, I think I would have passed everything, but it would have been like a low grade and I would have to take it again. So I'm glad they just gave us a waiver. Yeah, that's true. But I, didn't, my, I didn't really use the waiver, like the, like the CR, right? Like the credit grade? No, no, no. I'm talking about like how all the region scores, they just were like, you pass, automatic pass. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, I used the CR for like three classes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I decided I wasn't going to use the CR. I was considering... Uh, using it for English, but then I was like, "Wait, I did a lot better than how I did fresh uh, than how I did uh, the first semester." So I'm gonna just keep okay. it. Let them see that I did a lot better. Yeah, so I'll keep that there. My brother's school with the whole like past the regents thing. So he had like three free periods, and they filled it up with other courses that he didn't take. So they just gave him the free the free regents. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wish I would have done that. I think I could have finessed it, but. I didn't think of it. Oh, man. I mean, I don't think I would have been able to do that either. I had a 1 to 10. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could have acted like your lunch period. Oh, yeah. Shit. I just. <laughs> I have no lunch. Like, he didn't He didn't take the Spanish regents last year because he's, uh, he's going into senior. So, he didn't take it this year. And so, they just put it on. They acted. They didn't give him the course, but they gave him the regents. Wow. Yeah. It's a uh, lucky, lucky. Mm-hmm. all right man so i mean what's been going on with you man you haven't been you know i mean so you you started your fitness organization yeah. you you started that youtube channel like with fitness videos and i watched a couple of them all right so i mean i see you i see you out yeah, there yeah, yeah. now you've started the, the 
What's next? What's next for Ethan Castro? Next is Unlock Confidence. It's like uh, I'm gonna make an app and a, a YouTube channel for that. It's mainly right. like me personally speaking, instead of like me speaking like fitness stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's gonna be a, this podcast. I hope it kicks off. I mean, I know it's gonna kick off number one podcast. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I have like three more guests lined up, so that's pretty good. Hey. And that's about it. Uh, over quarantine, I didn't have a lot of motivation to do anything, so I could have got a lot more done, but I just procrastinated the whole time. And yeah. I, I wish I didn't, but I don't think I couldn't have. I think it was just going to happen inevitably. And mm-hmm. so it's not like I could be like, oh, I'm going to go back before and tell myself this. I don't think I would have listened. Yeah, I kind of, I, I get that. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that I kind of started in quarantine thinking that, you know, it would be like a cool, like a cool hobby to continue on with, but then, I don't know, it just never sort of happened. Like, yeah. Like, like I mean, I started, it, it first started with music, right? Mm-hmm. So I was using GarageBand and different kinds of stuff, and I was trying to implement what I learned, you know, all these years of music into that. And then I, you know, kind of quickly got and then you know I, then I was starting like you know getting into exercising and then you know I was uh, I had like a regimen and I was doing it but then kind of just slowed down and it's been slowing down but I'm gonna, Same. I'm, gonna I'm gonna try and get that back up all right I'm gonna try and get that back up starting tomorrow all right I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back on <laughs> starting tomorrow yeah all right so let me see what career well let me see first what college do you want to go to if any I have no clue no clue. Do you have a top three? Like a top three? Uh, I mean, the thing is, is that I'm prob- I'm most likely going to be staying around the East Coast. Yeah. Um, so I, if I were to pick top three from East Coast, if I'm going to be realistic, probably NYU. Yeah. Uh, Columbia. Um, what else? And maybe either Cornell or uh god that's kind of hard yeah i don't know i think i mean i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna try for the ivies but I, I don't know it's it's a very it's a big if do you want to share your uh, average with the viewers your school average your grade point average no i don't th- i don't think i need to no i'm good 82 no it ain't, it ain't, it ain't an 82 <laughs> oh okay 103 it- it's 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 a good it's a good average. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, all right. Humble, good... humble Hassan. That's your new name. Yeah. All right. So, what would you tell sixth grade Hassan? What would I tell sixth grade Hassan? Like, stop doing this. Start doing this. Work on this. I think a lot more of less of stop and more of start. Oh, okay. Because. I was, uh, I mean, as a sixth grader, I was, there wasn't a lot of things that I was involved in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of it was just insecurities and yeah. just, you know, me afraid as to, you know, you know, what if I look like this? What if I look like an idiot, this and that? You know, even when it came to like joining sports teams and stuff or musicals, I was always afraid that, oh, you know, I either might not have the time or, you know, I might not you know, perform as well academically. And that was always kind of restraining me doing what I kind of wanted to do. Yeah. So I think it was just probably getting past. If I were if I were to change anything, probably just get past that fear and probably even even up even now, just be a lot more approachable, be just more friendly. Mm-hmm. Because I'm kind of stuck up, and I think even you've seen that. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, I, it's um, I think just I'll be a lot more open. Mm-hmm. I think that's I would, what I, yeah i would tell myself be more humble because since I, I went to a little school so since i was a big fish in a little pond i was mm-hmm. like oh i'm the best i'm the best i'm the best but that kind of helped me because that almost like gave me the confidence in my ability to learn and execute mm-hmm. and so yeah so that gave me a good uh base and yeah i watched a lot of tv and stuff but it's also like a matter of like, what else would I have done? So I, I don't really know what the alternative is. So I wouldn't really say much. Mm. What would you tell right before high school, right before ninth grade Hassan? 
Uh, I think repress my ego. Mm -hmm. I think similar to you, I, you know, I, I didn't really go to a very small school, but it was, I mean, compared to Brooklyn Tech, I mean, everything's, everything's small, yeah. Small, but I mean, you know, it was kind of like that, you know, that ego that I had from, you know, doing really well in middle school and elementary school. And then I kind of carried that with me over to high school and just, and I was just immediately intimidated by everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, they're and it was really just, you know, how smart they were. I knew they were going to be smart. I didn't really care about that. It was just how passionate they were. Yeah. Right. And like how they, they already kind of had a plan or just an idea of what they sort of wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Or what their goal was. And with me, you know, I was kind of just going with the flow. I'm like, you know, I'm just having fun. You know, let's just do this, you know, get good grades and that's it. But then I realized like, oh, you know, consider club, consider this, consider that, you know, you got to mm -hmm. go to college there. And it was, it was all just, it was just a lot for me. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like just a moment where I had to sort of think about, you know, what the hell am I going to do? Yeah. You know, what am I, what, what do I want to do? And I, even now I'm still kind of uncertain, but at least... I've kind of repressed that ego that I had and mm -hmm. sort of began to, th I've just begun to think a lot more about these kinds of stuff. Yeah. I would tell myself, don't forget, uh, I guess your academic gift because I became so confident and check your ego because I became so confident because I went from a school in which I guess vanity and the way you looked and the clothes you wore was so important and going yeah. to Brooklyn tech, and that I didn't have that aspect. So going to Brooklyn Tech, that insecurity was out the window. And then all the kids were so, I guess, shy and insecure that it made my almost averageness seem like above average. And then I built off of that. And then it gave me an amazing level of confidence. But there were points in which I said things I regret, not mean things, but like I realized I should have been more kind, that a compliment a day helps people. And... I was so obsessed with the gym and going to the gym because I was like, oh, I'm ahead of everybody. Let me keep that going. Because I was a little unmotivated because I saw kids were getting like 99 averages and I was getting like an 85 average. And I was like, oh, maybe this is not for me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then wrestling took up so much time. And I wish I would have been like, I would have been more, I guess, established the fact that I go to school to learn. I don't go to school to wrestle because wrestling like took up most of my day. And I wish I would have focused more on that. I wish I would have stayed more motivated in school because I became so, I guess, ahead in certain aspects that I just threw out all the other aspects away. And I don't think I should have did that because that made me stressed out like before report cards and such. And I feel like my average could have been a little bit higher. Not that that means everything to me, but it should have meant a little more to me. And let me see what else. I mean, well, I though on that i mean that was immediately one thing that i did find intimidating about like not only were you doing pretty well academically i'm like i'm and i'm saying this right now like you, you weren't doing bad i was in class most of freshman year and you were in my comsec class i mean you did pretty well but like you know you were doing all these other things right involved in so many different things and i want to tell you right now bro colleges are going to eat that up mm-hmm you're passionate about these things. And even this, this freaking organ, right? Yeah. Like you're going to go to a good college. That's guaranteed. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I think, I don't Thank know. Like, I'm trying to give you advice because if anything, I need advice, but <laughs> I mean, from what I can just like tell you, bro, you're going to be fine. Thank you. It's very uh, encouraging of you. Yeah. You're going to be fine. And I feel like, passion they um schools don't stress enough about like passion projects and such like i kind of got this i guess bug instilled in me from like my dad and i wish schools would give kids more i guess autonomy and what they want to do and differentiate themselves because brooklyn tech has so much power to like i feel like brooklyn tech is doing a disservice that they have the smartest kids and they're just giving them all the same treatment. I feel like if you're going to, I guess, soak up all the smartest kids and let the other schools almost suffer, because if you let all the Brooklyn Tech kids out, the schools would overall be better because there'd be more motivation. I feel like you should help them more and give them options and projects to do, because I feel like 
Brooklyn Tech stresses too much on grades, and they don't really need to do that. If you're in Brooklyn Tech, you shouldn't really – you already know your capability. You shouldn't have to prove to everyone anymore. And That's the only thing you should be proving, man. Now, uh, according, according to them, you know, if you don't have 100 average, if you're not, you know, part of the – you know, if you're not part of every sports team, you know, if your daddy didn't donate a building, you know, it's yeah. – uh, you're worthless, man. I know. When I went in, I thought I was so smart. And then I struggled with geometry. And I was like, maybe I'm not sm – wait, not that maybe I'm not smart, but maybe I'm not as smart as I thought. And then I stopped trying because I didn't think I was good at it. And then that just – it was not, just bad for not, me. Let's be honest. You saw me and you're like, oh, shit, I'm pretty dumb. I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm an idiot. I got to yeah. get this guy to tutor me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's all me. Yeah. It is all you. I mm -hmm. mean – how many hours a day would you study on a school day? Like outside of school? Yeah, at home. Oh, probably like, well, I mean, does homework count or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, because you spent a lot of time doing homework. I didn't really do any homework. I got it yeah. done somehow, but not at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know. <laughs> 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 no, I think, like, because let's see, I'd get home by around like four-ish. Yeah. So I think from maybe four to... Uh, well, I think I think it took me about maybe three, three and a half hours. Three or for four homework? Hours for homework, I think three or four hours. Like that, then that was a good day. Oh my God, that's a long time. I, I always tell kids when they come into Brooklyn Tech, I was like, it's not as much homework as you think. But then uh, you say the exact <laughs> opposite. <laughs> Wait, you're telling kids it's not as much homework as they think it is. Yeah, because if you really do it, like if you do it perfectly, it'll take you a little while, maybe three or four hours like yourself. But if you get the right teachers, if you're lucky enough to get good teachers, then it won't be as long. And well, I mean, so this is what a lot of people actually, like, they kind of overlook. It's I spend a lot of time on my homeworks and stuff like that, just, like, reviewing old notes. So that then whenever, like, there's a test coming up or, like, a quiz coming up, yeah, I don't study separately for it. Like, legit, in most of these tests and stuff, I've never actually, like, had, like, a study day or a review day besides... Mm -hmm they give in classes like I just do the homeworks right and I just understand them and that would be enough for me yeah right so like and I and like I I'd essentially like almost never study for them because like you know it, it's kind of just like homework right mm -hmm. like this literally just our homework but then we only have like 45 minutes to do it yeah and then but, I had the issue that nobody really told me you could be good at a lot of things so I thought you were either perfect at one thing or you're just whack. And so I just put so much effort into being physically ahead and going to the gym. And because I was good at it, it stroked my ego. So I was like, might as well continue, capitalize upon it, quote, unquote. And then I just forgot everything else. Like I would spend more time in the gym than doing homework. And I regret that to an extent, but not all the way because I can't change it. So I'm not going to sulk on it, but I wish yeah. I would put more effort in. And I'm glad I'm realizing this now before teachers are actually connections or students can actually help me to an extent hmm. yeah i see that because I, I know people realize that like at the end of college and such like oh i wish i was studying more made more connections but i'm glad i'm getting this realization revelation breakthrough before it actually not means a lot but means more right okay what major are you doing uh, i'm gonna do i'm i'm doing uh, architecture Oh, you're going to build some house. You're going to build me an apartment building? No, nah, I'm going to build you a shack. You're going to build me a studio? A shack nah, studio? Nah, Underground? Nah, 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 like a shack. Like, you know, like one of those, like in a pro <laughs> like, like a project shack. You're going to build me a teepee? Yeah, I'm going to build you a teepee. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no Wi-Fi? No Wi-Fi? No Wi-Fi, homie. Running water? No. Nah. <laughs> go out to the well? <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to go to Nigeria and get that well. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to drill a hole in a random pipe underground. Honestly, man, I, yo, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm gonna just give you a teepee, man. I want to see you struggle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Build my work ethic. Yeah, there you go. Prove that it can be done. Yeah. Exactly. What about you? What, what are we doing? I'm doing a uh, finance. <laughs> <laughs> It's a mixture that it's the easiest. I went into Brooklyn Tech wanting to be a management consultant and investment banker. So 
uh, I guess I just went with that. And so I'm glad I actually did it because not that I'm obsessed with finance, but it's the easiest. So I have a, the most time on my hands. Right. No, I, was, I went to the, like the open, like, you know, like the club, like, I don't know what was it? I don't even know what it's called. Like club. It's a club fair. Club fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went to every one, like, I, like every um, major fair. Yeah. Major fair. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I went to like, you know, every, you know, demonstration that they were doing. And I mean, like, so I, I literally got to the beginning of the finance meeting. And literally, like, the first thing they said was like, if you want to learn how to make money. What happened? Right? I couldn't hear you real quick. Just repeat uh, that one. Yeah, so like, so when I went to the finance meeting, right, and they just started it. So I, like, I was like, I was sitting right outside the door. And like the first thing the guy said was like, you know, if you want to learn how to make money and you want to learn how money works, this class isn't for you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it, he said that. Legit. I just did a 180 and backed out. <laughs> <laughs> and I look behind me, 40 other kids are walking out. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I'm like, yo, if you're a finance class, you're not, you're not talking about money. Yeah. Then, then what's the point of the finance class? It's also a mixture. He probably gets so many students, he doesn't have to, like, attract any anymore. He just has to sift them out. I suppose, yeah. But, I mean, like, I knew I wasn't going to do finance. I mean, yeah. my, but that's the thing. My dad's in finance. But, oh, okay. Uh, what does he do? I mean, well, he's a, he's a consultant. Yo, what happened? He, yeah, uh, he's a consultant. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, so he's uh, he was he's been doing that for I don't even know how many years. I think since oh. he was, he was like in his uh, mid twenties. Oh my god, that's a long time. Well, I'm yeah. just assuming he's a little older than twenties, maybe. And what is he now? Uh, twenty one. He's twenty one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. So he had you at like uh, six. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a new one. Yeah, I mean five. Five. Not, oh my god. Wait, because I'm turning seventeen this year, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a year. Do you want to share why you're a year ahead or behind? Uh, well, it's. I mean, it's a long story, but I'm gonna just like narrow it. Like, I'm gonna just shorten it real quick. You can share the story if you want. It'll be more interesting. All right, fine. Um, so, what happened was when I was, because the thing is, I used to go to school in uh, Pakistan, and because um, I was born so. Uh, in kindergarten, I remember, like, I, I was very vague, but I do remember that my parents had complained that the curriculum was quite easy for me. And I mean, oh. at, at the time, I wasn't really concerned about that. I was just, you know, like, literally all my time in kindergarten was just spent playing with my friends. And, uh, and I remember, like, they took me out of the class and they made me do this test. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? And they're like, oh, it's just like a mock final exam. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So like, I... I did it and then I passed it. And then all of a sudden, like the next day, they just take me out of the room and take me to another class. Hmm. Right. And it's in like Pakistan? in Pakistan. And uh, they took me to what well, I think they took me to a grade two class. Oh, wow. And, um, and, I, and it was kind of confusing. Like, you know, all these kids were like really tall. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was just so confused and I was like crying and everything. And I'm like, you know, where, where the hell am I? You know, you know I want to go back to my friends and stuff. So then I, my mom told me that, you know, I, you know, I was going to a different class and I literally begged her to, you know, to go back. Yeah. Uh, you know, after a lot of begging, she, you know, placed me back into kindergarten with my friends. And then there were some formalities when I came uh, and then like, you know, I spent about maybe four years there and I eventually got my way up to second grade wait you spent four years in kindergarten no so i spent a year in kindergarten yeah right i spent like two days in second grade like when i was in when i was supposed to be in kindergarten yeah yeah, yeah. right but then I'm, I, I switched back <laughs> so i was in i was in kindergarten for a year then i went to um so it's weird so um in pakistan the, you know usually like in the u.s it's kindergarten then first grade yeah in Pakistan, there's a th there's a, a class called transition, and it's kind mm -hmm. of like a, like a preparatory year for getting ready for grade one. Okay, is it like social learning and stuff? 
like so it, it's like social academic it's it's kind of just getting us ready for elementary school okay right so and then you know so i so I, I spent a year doing that and then i went to first grade mm-hmm. right and then um and then i did a little bit of second grade as well but then i had to move oh, okay here right yeah here and then i started you know the school year and um because of like different formalities and that I was a September birthday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awkward. So I had to do second grade again in, um, in the, in the U S. Oh man. Was it easy for you? Do you recall? No, it wasn't easy. (laughs) It it was not easy. Like, I mean, it wasn't really the whole, like, I mean, the thing is I didn't, I, I didn't know how to count over a hundred. Oh, okay. (laughs) So like, I remember like, you know, we were learning like how to like add and subtract with like three digit numbers and I was so confused. Right. <laughs> and like, but after a while I kind of got used to it. And then, you know, I kind of became the nerd that everyone knows, but, um, but I mean, no, it was, uh, yeah. It, I mean, it was just difficult just because, you know, I was like the only kid in, yeah. in that school. And it's ironic cause it's a, it's a United Nations school. So, oh uh, yeah. My elementary school was predominantly Polish. It it was in Brooklyn. And Mm. so I thought I was part Polish. (laughs) For a long time, I thought like their Polishness diffused into me. Mm. Because because I never understood how people born in other places could wind up being American. So I just thought because you're around Americans, you're American. So I was like, I'm around Polish kids, I'm Polish. Oh, sick. And then... (laughs) Whenever anyone asks, whenever like there was like the papers, what nationality are you? I was Polish. <laughs> well, you're just screwing up your family records, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like, argue with my grandma. I was like, no, I'm Polish. Oh, sick. <laughs> and I would get so mad that I didn't have white skin. Not that like I thought it was better. It was just because I was a little darker, and I was like, oh man. Mm, no, I just I like, use I just use the uh, white crayons and markers. <laughs> white face yeah white face man there's nothing wrong with that right no no <laughs> i remember racism can't go the other way oh wait this is true all right yeah. before we get political before we get political what career <laughs> path do you see yourself going in i'm sorry what career path do you like the most or do you see yourself going in the most right now I mean, I see myself going more towards the STEM field just because, you know, I'm, I mean, English is okay with me. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm okay at it, but I you know it's, I don't know. I don't really see myself, you know, pursuing that. But at the same time, I, I'm kind of iffy about STEM as well. Oh, okay. And like, I don't know, for a while I've kind of pursued, I've kind of, you know, thought about pursuing performance arts mm-hmm. because I, I enjoy acting. Yeah. Oh, do you go to acting school or anything? Or did you at one point? No. So the thing, I mean, the thing was, is that at um, my middle school, we, I, I took a drama, I took a drama class for about um, two years. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that. Um, and I remember like, I tried out for the musical. I think this was like the first year of middle school. And I got, yeah. and I got the understudy. Of, uh, and this was like, we were doing Shrek the musical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and I got the understudy for Donkey, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and I remember, and I, apparently the only I didn't get Donkey was because my voice wasn't that low enough. Oh, okay, now it is. I, I had a big, I mean, now it is, but like, the thing is, at that time, like, and the thing is, I was just being really, like, offensive, like, I just tried to put on the most hood voice, because, <laughs> like, Donkey, because Donkey's played by Eddie Murphy, right, so, like, you know, yeah. he's iconic kind of uh, uh, voice to him. And I was trying to kind of, I was kind of trying to mimic that. <laughs> and, uh, but like it worked, right? Like I, I yeah. was like, like kind of a part of it, but I mean, I ended up not doing it cause I just had so much, you know, um, you know, to do like, you know, with school and everything, but it was just that kind of experience of just kind of like acting that and sort of becoming something else. It was just yeah. really to me. And then even yeah. this, like this past year, sophomore year, I joined the speech team. Uh, speech team? What is that? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, so you know how, like, with debate, there's off, it's often called debate and speech. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So the thing is that Brooklyn Tech's speech team, it hasn't been it like it, it hasn't existed for ten years. Like it oh, used man. it used to be there ten years ago, but then it didn't it started, you know, it wasn't really doing well. It didn't really get a lot of funding. Mm-hmm. And this year, or at least this past year, they reinstituted and it's being um led by one of the drama teachers. Okay. Uh, so, and the thing is, I knew him because I remember I saw one of his classes freshman year. Oh. Uh. And I was really keen about joining it, so I joined it. And, like, the thing is, I kind of, I joined pretty late because, like, trials were in September. Okay, yeah. And then, like, I ended up joining in November. Oh, that's late. <laughs> <laughs> it must bad. be special. No, I mean, I don't know, because the thing is, like, he, so I contacted him via email. And then the next day in my chem class, he comes in. Mm-hmm. into my chem class and he like any you know Tom here right uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awkward yeah it's kind of awkward like you know um and like he had a very intimidating face right he was like, kind of like you know looking at me like really suspiciously so then I go down and I go out and he's like you contact me and I'm like yeah and uh, he's like you know uh you know why'd you why do you want to do this right and I'm like you know I'm yeah and, like I'm into acting I'm into this and that and he's like all right you know come to this room you know after 255 and then uh i'll see uh-huh so like you know i i, I met him i kind of like did it like mini audition i don't even know yeah yeah uh, yeah i was in oh that's cool yeah i wanted to start a, a public speaking club like toastmasters but like toastmasters was not giving me a hard time but like they were very out of the box thinking and they didn't really want to do more work or in, input anything and so i was like uh, this is just going to be a liability and so i decided not to do it and then it's pretty good i didn't do it now because i don't know how well that club would have flourished being that most kids are remote mm. i wonder how clubs are gonna work uh i mean it depends i think i think like some of the more active clubs like you know let's say like weightlifting or something like that yeah i, I mean i think they just might like I mean, I don't know. They're probably going to have to give like body body weight exercises or something. For oh, kids. Yeah. But then, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think for, um, I think they'll have something in mind because I don't think they're going to completely cancel club. Yeah, I think it'll be more like Nintendo Switch club can't happen. You can't do in-person stuff. It'll more be like, I guess, Zoom meetings like the Spira Club and the Muslims uh, Student Association Club probably meet online and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I was, and I remember, like, freshman year, I was so confused as to what those clubs do. Like, all these, like, um, religious and, uh, oh, yeah. like, you know, like, the, um, the LGBTQ club, or, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if it's called that, like, you know, I don't want to offend yeah, yeah. I don't know, I, I got, it's something to do with that. Um, you're not, you're not going to get canceled. I'm not popular enough. Oh, yeah, true, true. I ain't popular. I'm, I'm not that popular. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> um, no, but I mean... Like I was so confused freshman year as to what they do. I'm like, all right, so you're part of the, like you're part of the Jewish club. So what what, what is that? Like yeah, does that mean you're Jewish? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was part of the Christian club, and like, it was just a matter of like, doing like an uh, I guess a, I don't know, an inclusive activity. It was it was just mainly to associate to show you who's similar to you and their religious belief, and like look. It was more of like a lookout for them and things like that. Okay, okay. And so I think that's what the Alliance Club, the LGBT Alliance Club thing is. It's probably like show your ally and things like that. And it's probably like to make you feel comfortable because I know tech is a little bit of a, as like a, when you have a, when you a certain, when you have a certain IQ, religion becomes like a little iffy thing. And so I know a lot of those kids are like, oh, F religion, F religion. So they almost have to have it for the sake of the kids. No. I mean, I thought, yeah, like, I mean, the same thing. I, I kind of realized that it's kind of more like a social club, I suppose. Kind of just yeah, kind of getting to know people or just, you know, and just interact with people in general and kind of be in a safe space. So I eventually you know, started to figure out what it was. And I, I respected it, you know, like, I mean, I'm not very religious, but, you know, I do understand the stigma a lot of people get mm-hmm. for it. And the, it's unnecessary but it just you know that's just what this world is but um but you know i trying to get people to you know you know just back to each other and sort of 
you know, get closer, you know, uh, why, you know, through these activities. And, you know, it was, it was pretty respectable. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy seeing that, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's not for me, but you know, it's there. You're better than most people. Most people feel like if it's not for them, it's not for anyone. And uh, those people, I feel like they grow out of that most of the time. But when you see adults have that kind of like philosophy, you're like, oh, it's a little cringy. It's like, oh, you're too old for that. <laughs> tricks, tricks are for kids. Oh. Well, is it sponsored by Tricks? Oh, no, no, no. It's not sponsored by Tricks. Man, you gotta, you gotta get some sponsors. Yo, yo, get sponsored. Company. It's a different podcast. So get sponsored. Oh yeah, I'll sponsor my own company. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta expose you right now, bro. You use the, you use the same format for your, uh, for this, for this podcast. Um, like the, what do you call, like the, the thumbnail. Yeah. You use yeah. Thing on your. Hey, on your- hey, sh- <laughs> sh- we don't talk about that. We don't talk. About, I don't know what you said. I don't know what you said. I'm gonna mute you. <laughs> We're gonna end this podcast right now. Oh damn! <laughs> nah. So, when you're home alone and there's no school, what what do you usually do? Is there a YouTube channel you watch? Is there a TikTok? Um, the thing is, I've been I've been playing a lot of video games. What so video you, games? Um. Well, I mean, the thing is, I I um I around July I I started playing COD. Okay. And, PS4. Uh, yeah ps4 but um i don't know it got boring really quickly mm-hmm. like i was playing for maybe about a week or so and i'm like wow this is i don't know how i don't know how people record this for like oh, yeah. two hours straight and just enjoy it like i don't, I don't see it yeah that's the issue with games it's like some some people have too much fun yeah but, and I mean, but like that was the thing i was like you know i'm not gonna really i'm not gonna try and get into these games that everyone else is playing i'm just gonna play what i want to play exactly and like the thing is, I'm really, I'm, I'm a huge fan of stories, like story-based games. Oh, I hate those. <laughs> right, like, I, yeah, exactly. Like you know, each to their own, right? But I mean, um, yeah. it was like that's the thing. I've always just enjoyed like amazing stories that are in games. Because the thing oh, is, yeah. I remember playing games ever since the PS2. Mm-hmm. Right, and like. The graphics weren't great, right? But you know that was always secondary to the story, mm-hmm. right? And that's why, like, those were some of the best games ever. And like, you know, that's kind of why I want to continue on with that. So you know, I uh, I started playing uh, this series called Yakuza. All right. And it's 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 pretty much just the history of the Japanese mob, right? And it's like oh, okay. And it's like a and it's you know story based based on one character and and his sort of ex- experience with the Japanese mob. Yeah. It's like you know, really intriguing, so I've been playing that. Uh, so you don't skip the cutscene. I don't, bro. Anyone who skips the cutscene, they're dead to me. <laughs> oh my god, I, I always yeah. skip the cutscene. Yo, you're dead to me, fam. Yo, get, no, this is my podcast now. Get out. <laughs> All right. So let me see. Have you had like a lack of motivation because there seems to be nothing to strive for? No social interactions. No expectations. That's how I feel that certain way. That was an oddly specific question. Like that's exactly. I gave an example. That's, <laughs> like, that's exactly what's been happening with me. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, uh, do I have to cut my hair? I'm not gonna go outside. <laughs> no, nah, man. Like, no. Nah, just because of that, I'm just gonna grow this all the way out. Like, you know. Do you think it'll go down? It seems to be going like an afro right now. That's the thing. It's so annoying. Like, look at this. <laughs> Pull it. Let's see. How, let's see how far down your face it goes. I don't even know. Like, I mean, oh, your I viewers, uh, your viewers are just gonna be hearing shit. They're not gonna be seeing. I'm gonna describe it. I'm gonna describe it. All right, it's going down his nose. Oh, it's a little past your nose. That's that's long. Yeah, but like that's the thing. I think it just needs to be cut. I mean, my mom wants to get uh, uh, her hairdresser to come over here. Oh yeah. And uh, cut it for us. So I mean, we'll see if that works out. Where's her hairdresser in like Manhattan? Yeah, she's in Manhattan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's her, I mean, it's her hairdresser, though, because, I mean, mine, I usually, I used to go to this uh, Italian guy. Uh, oh, fancy. Who was next to this East River. I mean, it's not really fancy. He's like, you know, he's like one of those, like, you know, you know the, he's like the original Italian-Americans. Like, you know, uh, like, does he hey, use the scissors? Does he use the scissors and not the clippers? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, he uses the Clippers. Like, oh, okay. he, so he, like he first, you know, like I, I usually get like the fours or threes mm-hmm. on, on like on the sides and back, and then like he'll he'll you know go with the scissors and thinning scissors. But like you know, his is kind of traditional. It's not really stylish. It's just you know the classic. Haircut. Haircut. <laughs> it's like the classic haircut, right? Yeah. But then, um, uh, but and then yeah, like, I kind of stuck with him, and then like I, I tried different stuff around my area. Um, but like it was just always a very simple short haircut. Okay. Yeah, I know this one lady from my church, and she works at like a high end hair salon, or she did. It's called like Fox and Jane or something. And then I went there because she was like practicing on people. Oh my god, it was so nice. I was like, oh man, I gotta be successful. I gotta experience this every day. <laughs> it, was, it was so nice that the scalp massage. Oh my god, it was so clean. Whoa. The people were so nice. This guy, he paid two hundred dollars for his little haircut. He barely got anything done. The guy just used the scissors. He's like, that's it. Man, I actually do remember. I think this was when I was in fourth grade. My mom like got a coupon in the mail from like one of these like salons that had recently opened near us. Yeah. And you know, she was like, "All right, let's try this." You know, and even if it's you know, even if it's not that great, at least we're getting 20, bu- 20 bucks off, and we'll, we'll only have to pay five dollars a piece. And I'm like, "Damn!" Okay. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, we we landed. I swear to God, the the woman who's cutting my hair, she took two hours. <laughs> she took two hours to cut my hair, and like, like no, like no razor, no nothing, no clippers, like you know, just literally a small pair of scissors and. Just lightly cutting each strand. <laughs> yeah, there was a while I went to Chinatown to get haircuts, and it was like five dollars, bro. It took like ten minutes. She was like, this, this, this. and it was it was not amazing, but it was only like one percent worse than my usual haircut. And I was like, save ten, save like thirty minutes. Yeah. But wait, then, yeah. don't you live in Brooklyn? Yeah, I, I would go to China. Like I used to go to Chinatown a lot. Like I love I love the food in Chinatown. But, like, I realized, like, it's not the best for me. So I can't eat it every day. Yeah. And then... I wasn't a huge fan of Chinatown, to be Did you see the, the, the guy who owns the bakery and he was uh, talking to de Blasio and de Blasio turned yeah. him back? Yeah, I just, like, ignored him. And, like, and the thing is, like, it, it, I thought it was, like, a movie. It, like, it, it reminded me of, like... <laughs> It reminded me of all these movies where, like, you know, like, people are complaining to, like, you know, like, the boss or the mayor and, like, you know, they yeah. just walk away. It was the same thing, and I was so surprised. I'm like, like he was gonna get revenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I've seen like the Putin videos and videos of other people. They get like their assistants or whatever to come and talk to them. Like he could have easily got someone else to come and talk to you. You don't need to just turn your back. The guy was being very adamant. So I mean, De Blasio knew he was not gonna not finish. So he was like, he either cuts him off or listens for another five minutes. But yeah, the guy, everyone was reposting. So there's a rapper named China Mac and he does like Chinese activism. And the guy, he had like all of Chinatown and the guy was screaming. They were like de Blasio, Ida D. It was, it was, it was something else. Honestly, like, I think that's the only like piece of news that I've actually read. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I stay away from the news. Just I mean, because yeah. it, like, I'm a little like depressed. Yeah, and the people our age are getting worked up about the election, even though they can't vote. Well, I mean, th- th- I mean that's the thing. Like, I mean, they're they're just gonna. I mean, the thing is, like, some people are just doing it, you know, just so that you know people can like their you know freaking posts and you know like comment on their story. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. oh, oh, you know, this is so cool. Oh my God, so great, right? But then there activism are some, at its finest. Exactly, but then, but then there are some people who are actually doing it because of a cause that they like, you know, that they support, appreciate, and like, and then that's pretty cool. But I mean, I think it's I think it's I think it is important that you know young people are aware of what's going on because voting. Mm-hmm. We can't have you know what happened with Trump and Hillary. Fifty four percent of the U.S. didn't even vote, or I think it was like fifty six percent. I'm not sure. Like majority of people didn't even vote. Yeah, and it's like you know we're not even using that right that we have to vote. I mean. I can't really say much because I think I am eligible to vote, but I'm not. I'm not too sure. Um, yeah. like, I feel like people can't. now, like, there's a lot of argument about it. It's like instead of their rights, they just want comfort, and 
Yeah, there's like saying that like they don't want their rights. They just want chicken wings and pizza. And a lot of people now are realizing like comfort's better than, because they associate rights with like, oh, I got to do this now and I got to do this now. They associate with like the wrong things, but you can associate anything with the wrong things. And I feel like comfort is the enemy. Too many people are getting comfortable and they like it too much and they don't realize that discipline equals freedom. And eventually your comfort's going to catch up to you and then you're going to get mad that someone has more money than you and so and so. That's not always the case, but that's a lot. That's the case for a lot of people who subconsciously did it. And I feel like it's not natural. Well, it's not natural for most people to be ambitious. So we can't be mad at them. We kind of have to teach them. Like it's almost the government. It's like almost the people in charge's fault that people aren't very ambitious. It's like, it only takes like a movie. It takes like a Hollywood production, like Rocky in the day got everyone hyped up and stuff. You just need another one of those. Like someone who went from poor, learned how to program or learned how to public speak and became a motivator or whatever it is. Like we need to start recognizing not average people, but typical jobs that is attainable for the masses. Yeah. No, I, def- I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And I was saying in my last podcast episode, it's like the average salary of someone who wanted to be an NBA player, let's say is 50,000 because mm-hmm. a lot of them used a lot of time doing something that was probably not going to happen. And the average salary of an engineer of someone who wanted to be an engineer from when they were younger is let's say six figures, a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. The potential for NBA players higher, but the probability of getting it is lower. And I feel like we need to start stressing like, stem 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 because i mean it's nothing special you're not going to get glorified as a celebrity but we need to like recognize like show elon musk over brad pitt like we need more yeah but then in the end who gets that five minutes of fame it's all, all about those five minutes of fame and popularity right and notability right because mm-hmm. like, we all know elon musk right but i'm not going to be i'm not going to see any girls screaming over him Rather than, over Brad, rather than over Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Right, and so I feel it, like a lot of people uh, miss their mission in life because of outside sources. Uh, mm-hmm. Where they wanted to be famous, they wanted to have fun. Well, having fun is awesome, but having no balance, like only having fun and no discipline is terrible. And then as we see in some of our Asian countries, having only discipline and no fun affects them negatively as well. And so... Mm-hmm. It's hard to say who has a balance because there's so much stimulation and then no one can really establish so many different voices and social media, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like most people like myself, I'm either crazy disciplined and I just isolate myself or I'm free social and I have no ambition. I'm just like, oh, let's just have fun. And Mm -hmm. I, I need to find a middle ground. How about you? Do you feel like you're a little too disciplined at times? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, don't really, I don't really know what I would characterize as disciplined. I, mean, uh, I guess focusing on something that academic or something that betters yourself for a set amount of time. Um, I, it's kind of, it's kind of iffy in my case, because there are, you know, certain cases where I am quite disciplined and that, you know, I'd, you know, kind of focus on something that's important. And, you know, I kind of do that, you know, with a certain, you know, goal in mind and that's, you know, which is, you know, beneficial for me. But then, but then at other times, like I'm just like every other student will just put off, put something off until like the last yeah. day and then just bang it out, you know, the, you know, the night before. But um, I don't know. It's, it's always, it's here and there. There's it's like an, an, it's not like an, there's like an attention span epidemic going on in kids right now. Cause we went from like all days, like either like you focus in movies in school. So that's like a two hour focus thing. And then it went from cartoons. So that's like a one hour thing or like three hours you're focusing on cartoons and then down, down, down to TikTok, which is like three seconds. And yeah. so nobody's going to be able to focus cause they want the constant dopamine hit. And they're like, Oh, this isn't worth it. Blah, blah. I don't know. Like with me, I've always enjoyed like long videos. I don't know why. I feel like there's a start, middle, and end that some people subconsciously want. Like you admire quality and you like the cutscenes. This is just an example. And so <laughs> people like me just want to uh, use the entertainment aspect. You like the time and energy they put into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I, I appreciate both. Uh-huh. Right. 
because like the thing is like like let's say in that in that case of the cutscene, oftentimes it's the cutscene that will tell you what's gonna happen next, right? And like oftentimes, like I feel like if I skip that, I'm just gonna be doing something like what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Right, like I'm just I'm just following this mission, right? But like I don't know, I kind of just appreciate the bigger picture and sort of mm-hmm. the story that's kind of revolved around that. Yeah, and I feel like that's some people in life. Like their version of skipping the cutscene is just wasting time and then they miss out on the lessons. Whether it be like the kids who spent all their time studying, they miss out on the social aspect. The kids who spent all their time in the park, they miss out on the academic aspect. And like there's very few that align it perfectly and so it's almost impossible to i guess use them as an example because you typically don't know who it is because those kids are usually not the humble ones but the ones that don't really focus because the ones you can differentiate are the ones who focus on that one thing like you know this kid studies a lot you know this kid parties a lot you typically don't see the kids in the middle because they're not very popular and they sacrifice the popularity aspect or the identity aspect for balance Mm. yeah i I think i'll probably i'm probably more towards the left of that spectrum of just studying but i mean i mean i I think i'm probably gonna start trying to be a little more social i mean i'm not i'm not really sure how it's gonna how it's gonna work now but uh you know i can always just say a quick hi over a zoom call but i mean even then it's kind of i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it works out in quarantine yeah, it's going to be hard for me to work on a... Well, I've been reading a lot more. I read um, Think and Grow Rich. I read 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. I read... and I read something else. I just forgot. Damn, look at you being an adult. Jesus. Oh, fancy, fancy. Yeah, that, that, that is mad fancy, man. I don't... Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not much of a reader. I mean, like, I have to force I, myself. So, it's not... It doesn't come naturally to me. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose, but I just, I hate reading. <laughs> yeah, for a while, for like four years, I didn't really read a book in its entirety or like really focus on it. And so I kind of had so much time in quarantine. I was like, and then I, this one YouTuber I really liked, he was like stressing the importance of reading. I was like, maybe I'll try it out. Maybe I'll try this whole reading thing out. Wait, is this, is this the guy, the, the Lamborghini, that guy? No, 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 not Ty Lopez. No, his name is uh, Patrick Bed David from Valuetainment. I'm trying to remember because I've seen a lot of these videos and like sometimes it's just mad funny because like, because then they're just, you know, selling bullshit. But I mean, I hope you, I, I, uh, by the way, disclaimer, I hope you don't mind me like cursing a little bit. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, okay. Um, no, but I mean, they're, I mean, it's kind of, I'm trying to think. No, I don't think I've heard of him. Yeah, he's he has like two million subscribers, but like, there are only people who like are in that field, and so it's usually not kids. It's usually people in like business field or sales field, and so yeah. What well, you like saying? So, I'm a kid. You saying I'm a kid? No, 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 no. Someone <laughs> who's already in their career. <laughs> I'll, I'll have you know, bro. I'm almost six foot. <laughs> oh, you're a man now. No, I'm almost there. I'm. I'm Aren't you six foot? Nah, wait, Ethan, but I think you're what, 6'1? Yeah, I'm 6'1. My ID <laughs> says 6'5, but that's neither here nor there. Your ID says 6'5. Because this is what I did. I knew it was going to happen. So the people <laughs> at the ID place weren't that sharp. So I said six foot and half an inch. I put 0.5. <laughs> and they put 6'5. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you know, that's, yo, know, everyone, this is Brooklyn Tech, just letting y'all know. This is Brooklyn Tech, so slick. No, no, I mean, they got to know our motto. We're not the brightest of sparks, but we're not the worst of sparks. If I show my ID, they're going to be like fake ID, and I'll be like, no, 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 no. It's like, nah, it's my real ID, bro. I'm 6'5. Uh, I wore uh, high heels that day. Oh, yeah, bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, so wait, I mean, you're like, so you're pretty much 6'1, and yeah. I'm, and I, th- I mean, the thing is that my dad's 5'11", mm-hmm. and my brother is also 6'1". Yeah. And I, I'm slightly taller than my father, but not really. So I think I'm kind of like 5'11"-ish. 
But if you use the hair, like my hair gives me like an extra half an inch. So oh, with, with my oh, with, oh, okay. So with my hair, I'm I'm six uh, ten. And then the whole thing about being a certain height is like people are always like, oh, but you had shoes on. But aren't you always in your shoes? So like you should count your shoes. If you're in your shoes every time you see people, then I I typically I sometimes count my shoes, like the uh, extra half an inch. <laughs> I mean, yo, I haven't worn shoes in so long. Jesus. What do you wear? Slippers or your barefoot? Both. Oh my goodness. You're gonna come out with the worst feet. You're gonna have to go to the doctor. What do you mean, bro? Yo, my slippers mad comfy. Yo, don't disrespect the slippers. Yeah. For a while, like my dad's five nine and my mom's five six, but it's a mixture of me no, it's a mixture of me willing myself to be tall. Like I would watch YouTube videos since I was like nine and I would stretch for like an hour and hang from a pull up bar and then my <laughs> my spine uh, complied. <laughs> And it worked oh, out. okay, okay. No, because I'm just kind of thinking, like, wait, are you telling your body to grow taller? Like, how the hell does that work? I almost riddled <laughs> myself. Like, I could just, I, like, literally, I could imagine, like, seven-year-old you being there, like, come on! <laughs> no, I was stretching, and I was like, uh, uh, I was stretching to, like, pain, but it worked out. Okay. My, my back always hurts, so I kind of have growing pains, because, you know, happens. No, you got to stop that, bro. I got to, I, I got to get to your height, man. Oh, man. I mean, hanging from a pull-up bar, eating in a caloric surplus, like, over your uh, daily metabolic rate or basal metabolic rate and stretching is, like, a secret. Secret. What? I mean, no, but even then, like, at that rate, I might as well just be eating 10,000 calories because for some reason I cannot gain weight. It's fast metabolism. Some people are jealous of you. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose, but, like, it's not really helpful when you're, like, 5'11 and 135 pounds. This is true. All right, so, like, you know, it's so hard. Like, bro, you don't understand. Like, I even, the thing is, I even just started counting my calories. It, yeah, it, got, to, it got to that point. And Do I, you like, use I, an app? Um, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't use an app. No, I just kind of, because I, I use this thing that my health teacher told me. Yeah, there you go. Health teacher. Yeah. Health teacher, very yeah. <laughs> No, but no, I, I started like, you know, like looking at like the nutrition labels and everything and started like, you know, counting them up. Yeah. And, you know, I'd be eating over 3,500 calories. Oh, man, that's crazy. Right. And it's like, so I'm eating that much and I'm not gaining any weight. <laughs> Maybe it's not meant to be. <laughs> maybe i don't know i think i think uh yeah i don't know i think i'm just stuck with my mom's body because uh, because so, <laughs> she's like because she has a very like she's five six and she has a very like um slim figure okay and my dad's like five eleven and he's you know pretty thick so <laughs> per se per se yeah so i think i think i'm just more towards my mom but yeah all right thank you for being on my podcast this song this is awesome yep. Thank you, Mr. Castro. Yo, you gotta, you gotta give, you gotta give him the best outro in the world right now. Let's go. Oh, no, 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 no. I had a uh, my dad's friend from California. He's a British accent, and I used him for the intro and outro. <laughs> he sent me like a little recording. Oh man, all right, fine. All right, you can use it for that. But you know, next, yo, next time I want to hear the best outro from you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the OK Zuma podcast by Ethan Castro.